story. And I'm like, Orlando! I was basically a uh, Charles screen. It's like the tires will fit and he's Hello everyone and welcome back to The Shakedown. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys aren't still running around panicking. Why would they be panicking? This week's news cycle. I hope we've taken in this week's news cycle. Oh, I thought that was Nothing happened. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, Taylor, Taylor Swift is doing an eleventh album. That's big news. I know, guys. Are we excited? Is that why we? Oh, are we? Are we stopped panicking about that? I wasn't really panicking. I was quite excited, but yeah, yeah you know. Otherwise, there's not been much on really. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I don't know. Well, just kidding. I just kidding. Have... Obviously, the big news, obviously the huge news, is Andretti were denied. NF one place for not reading their emails. Huge news. I didn't because they read their they didn't read their emails. I just thought it was because the team said no. No, it's because they were well. One of the things that they were the things that F one said was that they'd invited Andretti to an in person meeting in December. Andretti went back and were like, "We received no invite." And then it's come out that basically this invite went to their spam folder. Which one? Always check your spam yeah, folder, guys. Always check your spam folder. F, uh, like F1 management be like, hmm, we've had, you've not had a response to this. Maybe we should follow up with a phone call. Was it sent yeah. from a junior staffer whose name went to jump rather than it being like stefano.dominicali at fom.com? Like, how? So many questions, so many thoughts. But yeah. Both sides messed up. And I think they are trying to have conversations about it. I think they are trying to go forward. I think time will tell. But obviously that was that came out on Wednesday. Our episode's released on Thursday, but we record on a Tuesday. So we, we'd missed that news cycle. And we were thinking, oh gosh, we've missed an absolute clangor of a piece of news. And that was Wednesday. And then Thursday came. And yeah. I survived what February 1st, 2024. This should be written on t-shirts. <laughs> it's the new, where were you yeah. when Zane left One Direction moment, you know? F1. And I think that's it. I've seen I've seen tweets, I've seen memes and stuff that liken it to that situation, Zane in one direction. Like it it was big news. But the reality is it was big news wherever you are. Like you had mm-hmm. all sorts of things. It, that that particular Thursday was in the UK was football transfer deadline day, which is a big deal. It's a really big deal. Really wave and that one. No was... one was talking no one was talking about the football transfer deadline news. Nobody cares who I'm been... signed. Nobody cares who not Forest Burn. They cared about the big news, which is Lewis Hamilton is moving to Ferrari in 2025. Yeah. That's the news. If you've been living under a rock and you aren't aware of it, why are you even if you've been camping for the last week? <laughs> but also how are we the ones telling you the information? But you know, we're not there are a lot of discourses and a lot of dialogue around it that will do far different and far better jobs of some of it than we will but we obviously cannot not talk about it and so kind of wanted to get a bit of you guys initial reaction on it we're not going to speculate too much on who's taking the Mercedes seat who's taking like where Carlos is going because those things will come out in the future and yeah we're just not going to speculate on all of those things but yeah wanted to get your initial reaction to it both in terms of I kind of went in waves of initial reaction, established reaction, and subsequent reaction. 
When you do ride land on those. My first one was a W2F because I think I read it in like the Discord group chat first and I was like, okay, rumor. And then my cousin who just Mm -hmm. got into that doesn't care about sports and got into F1 last year, blessed be. She just randomly texted me going, Lewis to (laughs) Ferrari, what the hell? And I was like, oh, so people know about this. It's not just like something going around in F1 circles. People know about it, like, and then later, like, I think it was after, like, both parties released a statement saying it's happening, my sister texted me, again, doesn't care for F1, and was like, Lewis is going to Ferrari, what's the, what's the, what's, like, the word, and I was like, girl, let me tell you, so uh, the fact that, like, people in my life that, Mm -hmm. other than my cousin, she actually, like, watches, but, like, other people in my life were, like, yo, I'm, like, oh, no, it's a big deal, like, if people in, like, in America, it's the NFL playoffs, it happened, like, after, you know, like, pre, after Super Bowl game, was this, like, the team's going, or was this, like, it's still a very big deal, and, like, that is taking up news in the sports world here, it's a big deal, like, it's a big deal. I had similar. I had my parents knowing about it, my brother, one of my best friends, all being like, oh, I heard there's this, like, Lewis to Ferrari thing. And it's like, it permeated, I think, everything. But, like, Hannah, you've been around the sport a little bit longer. And I've seen a lot of discourse, a lot of dialogue to say that this is the biggest sports transfer in the history of sports transfers ever. I have seen it's definitely the biggest F1 transfer since... Lewis Hamilton moved from McLaren to Mercedes in Mm 2012-13. From your kind of maybe more experienced side of things, what's this like? How huge is this? Like, what was your reaction? This is big. When I, Thursday morning, I walked downstairs and and I had looked at Discord. I had looked at, you know, I I had seen my messages. Um, I got Mm -hmm. a text, I think, from Becca and she was like, what the like what what's happening I don't understand this is just a rumor right now and I went so it's just a rumor right now my dad I walked downstairs my dad goes so Lewis to Ferrari and I went it's a rumor I'm not gonna say anything until it's not a rumor anymore and I even Mm -hmm. made a video for our pages being like hey guys I don't talk to you guys like this I don't fourth wall talk to our audience because that's not you know what I do it's not I'm running a community page I don't feel right speaking for our community but at that point in time there was no other better video to make there was no mm-hmm. I couldn't I didn't know how to be funny about it because it's such a big deal it's so mm-hmm. big that BuzzFeed is talking about it regular BuzzFeed right. news is talking about it um Forbes mm-hmm. is talking about it you know like Forbes decided to talk about it before it was confirmed. That's how you know it's a big deal. Yeah. Right. Forbes doesn't deal in rumors. Okay. But Forbes right. knew it would jack up the, the Ferrari stock. And it did. I was just about oh, to say, okay. did oh, you know did. how much the Ferrari so, stock surged? It surged by like $7, something like that. I mean, $7 billion, but yeah. Well, well $7 a share. I'm like, some, sure. some weird well, as in like per share. It was yeah. a like. It was a lot of money. And for me, my first reaction was okay, weird, but okay. And then I reached into my Rolodex of memory, if you will. There's a, <laughs> a weird word for you, an old word. And I went, well, this makes sense. Because I'm not willing to go through the turmoil that I did with Seb again, where he hinted at something oh. happening once he did something, which was getting an Instagram account. He said he would retire. Once he retired, he'd get an Instagram account. Well, we all were like, oh, cool, Seb's on Instagram. 
and then and he then retired and all of us went into i went into my rolodex memory lewis did say that he wanted to at some point before he retired race for the scuderia he wanted to drive for the scuderia everybody's a ferrari fan even if they say they're not they're a ferrari fan okay so for me this is not a very big shock and it makes a lot of sense this means this to me is his sign is his sign saying hey guys i'm reaching the end of my limit i really just i want to do this this is part of my bucket list i'm i'm not gonna i'm not giving up on my dream of an eighth but i'm i'm not making it the end all be all i am going to retire sometime in the next few years I don't yeah. think we are going to get multiple contracts from Lewis out of this. No, but I think there's talk of an ambassador role with Ferrari afterwards. Mm-hmm. There's talk of them supporting his other ventures and stuff like that. So the things that we do know is we know that he's going to be, or he's rumoured to be on a £100 million pound deal next year. They are supporting Mission 44, which is obviously the charity he set up. They are yeah, looking at an ambassador programme with him. It is a multi-year contract, so he will be driving 25 and most, almost definitely 26 with them. As Hannah says, beyond that, we're not entirely sure. He did also always say that he would love to be reunited with Fred Visser because, for those of you who don't know, Lewis won F3 and GP2, which is now F2, with Fred Visser's ART team in 2005 and then in 2006. I did not and know then that. it was he was basically the, Fred was the springboard for him getting into McLaren in 2007 as a rookie. Fred is bringing back all of the drivers he's worked with in the past. Yeah. He worked with bringing back all the drivers he's worked with in the past. Exactly. And so it does actually make quite a lot of sense. The really interesting thing, I'm just going to throw this one to you as a curveball, is there is someone on the grid who has always said he would like to have worked with Lewis, Ferrari, and as a side note, Alonso. Do you know who it is that said they'd like to do that? Who knew he? Now I'm just saying. No. No. There's no way. There's no. no way. There's no way he's available. No way. Ellie. There's no Ellie, way. No. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. Okay, Ellie. no, but sometimes, guys, we say things and then we look back in a year's time and we go, maybe that I said that. No. So I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out in the, I'm throwing it out in the it. universe and it's not going to happen. I'm not being unrealistic <laughs> about it. Hilariously, Red Bull have come out since and said, Nui ain't going anywhere. He's staying and he's ours. But <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. It was. Now, the interesting thing about this whole thing, like we said, we don't know what we're going to get from Lewis from this. And I do think it's, it's, it's we're going to see the dreaded R word come up later, sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate, but it's true. It's human. He deserves to relax, y'all. Okay, like, but we don't need to be having those conversations anytime soon. He has no. a drive secured for twenty five. He has an expected drive secured for twenty six. So we can put those rumors very much to bed for at least a few years, and I'm quite happy with that. I think it does kind of throw up a lot in terms of the wider driver market. Obviously, like I say, you've got the gap at Mercedes. You've got Carlos, who's got to go some. Well, not got to, but will go somewhere. He's he's yeah. not going to drop off the grid i can't see that happening but it means that you know we'd speculated on sort of a 2024 silly season potentially being very boring if everybody just relocked in pretty much everyone they already had it's now clear that ain't gonna happen yeah that's not so i think it it's also it's happened a lot earlier now one thing i will say and call me a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist if you want i don't care this was incredibly curious timing because 
Lewis apparently signed a week ago and told Toto on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. This then came out on Thursday morning. Now, my guess, I could go one of two ways on this. One is the reason they wanted to get it out there is so that they can work out things like gardening leave if there are staff that Lewis is taking with him to Ferrari so that there's time to find other drivers, so there's time to have those conversations in a public space rather than secret, secret, secret. The mm-hmm. other part of me goes, was this leaked? And was this leaked earlier than they expected it to be and earlier than they wanted it to be? And the reason I would err on the second side is because neither Toto nor Lewis were at the factory to tell the staff at Brackley that this had happened. Now, again, we've done a few conspiracy episodes, we've done a few controversy episodes, but it's just curious to me that the day Andretti news comes out within a few hours of some reasonably public backlash something potentially gets leaked that's all I'm gonna say you know look look the only reason I'm bringing all the conspiracies today I'm sorry the only reason why I am like I will I will hop on this Ellie conspiracy train is uh I forget I'm pretty sure it was the F1 statement, but when it's like, oh, like it's not a mutually beneficial relationship with Andretti, like they, it was like they need us more than we need them, kind of which thing. Which is bold. Which is, <laughs> which is very bold <laughs> to assume, like very bold. But then I and another server for like Girls Off Track, they were having a conversation on like the Discord and the Instagram, and like my reaction to it was like, F1 wants to grow in America, Andretti watching. If you're a motorcycle fan or not, you know the name Andretti. Right. Mm-hmm. How how do you want to grow and your fan base here and like realistically have it be sustainable beyond the driver survive bump and then be like no 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 Andretti needs us more than we need them kind of thing and like everything else around that and like all like the Chicago stuff like Chicago maybe getting, like all these other things about like the races here and like all this stuff and it's like bro. As a new fan, thanks to Driver Survive, your core, like your growth here makes no sense in my mind. So, see, mm. so I I will hop on board these this Ellie train right now for this one. Cool. Uh, like, unless you've got too much more to say on the Lewis to Ferrari news, we could easily spend all day talking about we it. Could, yeah, so we much. could. Yeah, so much. But um, we actually have several other pieces of news to go through. We've got our exciting topic for the day. So. Do any of you have any other burning points, comments, questions, or thoughts for now? We will revisit this at multiple occasions, I think. No, I think we'll revisit this as and when it, it impacts and dominoes onto other drivers and things like that. The only thing I would ask as a quick question, um, out of interest, how is Alex Albon's appendix responsible for this? Listen, okay. okay. Alex Albon's appendix deserved this dramatic moment and it had it. It did not mean to cause this butterfly effect. Okay, I am the lawyer for Alex Albon's appendix. <laughs> and, and however, now speaking of Alex Albon's appendix, I do actually have a related point to Alex Albon's appendix. Can I move no. on from Lewis? Absolutely yes, you can. Okay, uh, great. So, Alex, Alex, Alex Albon's appendix and its many, many victims. <laughs> so, I've reported this a little while back that Nick DeVries has lost, uh, took out a legal case against a company that had invested in his career. So go back to his Formula 2 days. He took a quarter of a million pound loan from the from a, an investment company. I'm not going to try and pronounce the name. And basically the deal was that he would have to pay the money back if he became an active F1 driver by 2022. Then, or not, not the whole money, but he, the, the investment company would get 50% of his income. 
for as long as he completed. Now, obviously, he didn't get his full drive until 2023, but the company were claiming that because he did one race in 2022, replacing Alex Albon's appendix, that he was liable to still pay 50% of his earnings. Now, he appealed against this, and in about three, four days ago, in the middle of all the other drama, he's lost this legal case, basically, to say that he still has to repay the £250,000 loan and in addition pay half of both his salary and any sponsorship income he earned during his during his partial F1 season with AlphaTauri up until July last year. He's now considering an appeal against that, but... Yeah, his his time as Mercedes test driver has been ruled out, but we're talking about because it was activated, I guess, by him replacing Alex in Monza in 21. Yeah, 21. No, 22. That he is now liable for money. So at one level, not much more to say than that. It's still pending his potential review and all of those kind of things. But bless him, he really is in the ringer and you know, you see your chance, you think this is your chance and then you end up being liable for quite a lot of money so yeah, poor little Nick Debris not a happy time for him back in FE, having a a, well, not a great time, but having a time and yeah so I think we can blame Alex Alba on the pendant for we can, but I won't (laughs) no, I won't either I love him too much so, (laughs) other things other bits of news, the Japanese Grand Prix has been extended to 2029, which I am really, really excited about. There was rumours that we might be going to a street circuit in Japan, but it sounds like we are sticking with Suzuka for the foreseeable, which is great because I'm intrigued to see so how it works at a different circuits. time this year. Yeah, I'm really tired of street circuits, but also I'm hopeful that Suzuka being much earlier in the year this mm-hmm. year could potentially give us a less wet race and therefore a more safe race. Um, but still a really good track. So it's a cracking track. It really is. I love the bits that like go underneath each other and stuff. I just think it's wonderful. So I'm really glad that that's been extended. I also think that the drivers would have an uproar because they love that track. Love it. They love that like, There's a bee corner. So many there. of them. Yeah. There's a bee. So, so I think if they remove that track, we'd have an issue. But I think you're right, yeah. In other track news, Amidst end of last week's relation, the Australian GP, God, <laughs> whatever it was, that they that the the start of the Hamilton Leclerc Ferrari era would begin of a pub, suggesting that Australia would go back to being the season opener as it always used to be before money happened and Bahrain became the season opener for testing and for the first race. Mm-hmm. Now, this tweet has since been deleted. Who got fired? <laughs> Somebody got fired. So I can either, tell you that right someone now. Is, someone is saying things that they shouldn't be. Oh, that we're starting. Yeah, so that one remains to be seen. But I sent it to you guys before the tweet got deleted. So I still have the screenshot of it. It's just gone now. Hannah, you were raising your hand, please. I am. Speak. I have a question. The only thing that would make this legitimate please. is if we knew if we knew how long the current Bahrain contract is. If it ends this year, that could be a legitimate possibility. The current one. The current one, yeah. It, they could then renegotiate. If they extended yeah. it, if they extended it, there is a possibility that they did not extend it being the first mm. race of the year. However, I really don't see that Originally, being a thing. I don't either. I was quite surprised by it. However, I would love it. But it would be awesome. here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Remember how F1 wants to be carbon 
zero by 2030, yeah. and they were looking to work across the world from east to west. That would be the most east mm-hmm. one. So that and, would make sense. And this year, hopefully this isn't news to anyone, but if it is, I'm glad to be able to tell you the news. Bahrain and Jeddah are both Saturday races this year because they both yes. fall in Ramadan. There's a possibility mm-hmm. that if they were shifted later on, you would remove that caveat and allow the races to take place as and when they would normally. Now, interestingly, something I hadn't realised until speaking to someone in the server was actually for a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, their weekend is Friday, Saturday. So the race is being on a Saturday mm-hmm. uh, as the format that we have for both Bahrain and Jeddah actually works better for those cultures and those those places. So it could be that that stays, but it could be that maybe that stays outside of Ramadan and therefore Australia being nearer the start of the year. I'm not massively upset on all of those details, but there's there's possibilities and options. I guess time will tell and we will see as and when we get a bit more detail about 2025 calendar, which obviously we're already thinking about because we're already talking about 2025 just by the fact. It hasn't even started yet. Oh, gas, it's been a week. Hannah, have you got any other news for us? Yes. Biggest news that is confirmed news will be that Alicia Keys, Pharrell Williams, and Martin Garrix are set to headline the post-race concert for Saudi Arabia. I know, right? What a shock. Shocker. However, I do find Alicia Keys a little bit shocking. I didn't know that Martin Garrix was associated. Is Martin Garrix associated with F1? Wendell's wagon. Mm, I don't know. There's like something about these like four or five drivers that carry his necklace around, mm. like their besties. The problem is, like, it's like that know. many. It's of really them, casual, like... guys. It's super casual. It's a quarter of the grid. Yeah. The Alicia Keys one yeah. is shocking. That one is shocking, in my opinion. Uh, she's really? done. She's done races before. Oh, yeah, she's done races before. She's done. She's done races before, but so has Taylor Swift. So like, so, Alicia Keys like, is shocking. Like me yeah, I like that. So yeah, so they're confirmed for for. The first weekend. Any other bits of news that we've got other than the big ones we weren't talking about? <laughs> the only other ones are reserve driver roles, but um, we'll talk about those more in our other side quest episode next week when we do driver profiles in a sim plug. Yeah, uh, actually, and... it's a good it's a good moment to to plug it. Actually, is we have we are have recorded an episode that covers sort of an F two one hundred one, and I think we've mentioned on here before, but if you're new, we'll mention it again. We have like a little side quest called our Shakedown Academy where we are looking at some of the feeder series. So primarily we're focusing on F2 and F1 Academy. So F2 is sort of the, the step below F1 and F1 Academy because we want to support the girls. And we're going to do some sort of smaller episodes on those. Keep an eye on your feed. It will appear in all the normal places, but slightly different logo. And yeah, so coming out next week or potentially might have even come out by the time this one does is we have the shakedown academy f2 101 episode and we're going to do the week after we're going to do sort of f2 driver profiles so keep an eye out for that as i said we'll talk about their affiliations to different teams their their reserve roles in those different teams and yeah but otherwise there's some been some exciting announcements this last week as well as all the really exciting announcements <laughs> Nina. So yeah, any other news? Any other media from our media day moments? Now, do you want to move on to the social media so moment of the week? It. No, I actually want to do the learning moment of the week first because okay. the learning moment of the week, guys, <laughs> is, is is to take a moment to believe in yourself because truly nothing is impossible, and no one is safe, and no contract <laughs> is ever safe, and 
potentially we'll do sort of you know a bit, of, a bit more of a deep dive in the future into contract clauses as to how they get around these kind of things because you know lewis hamilton had supposedly signed a two-year deal with mercedes for through to 2025 that's how it was reported what it was in actuality was a one plus one where both parties had the options to look elsewhere 2024 was set but 2025 it was kind of like a yes if there's nothing else but you know read the small print read the clauses anything can happen so that's the inspiration i'd like to leave you with from our learning moment this week is believe in the impossible because if you told me a week ago that lewis hamilton was going to ferrari i'd have been like haha you're funny and now look here we are social media moment of the week hannah it's more of a i don't know if it's a moment of the week but it's a physical earth moment which is the moment after news broke that lewis was going it was official that lewis was going to ferrari now Mm -hmm. the main I want to point out is one Oscar Piastri, who we can oh, never ever, who will never fail us in making us laugh so hard in times of shock. Where he posted a tweet, as will his mother, as will his mother. Long live, warship Nicole. I miss Nicole's reaction. Oh, and if if we do a video, I'll put it like here somewhere or something. I don't know. Like he literally tweeted, "Xed whatever you want to call it." I've just been for a run. Have I missed anything? That Nonchalant. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like Elmo asking. I just want to check in. How's everybody doing? And the world was on fire. <laughs> Elmo, not great. Not great. I'm gonna tell you guys, I'm at my effing limit here. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, think like like we said before. Like this was mainstream news, guys. Like, the gist posted the internet's reactions on TikTok. Like, it just is not a sports blog or, now, or publication. I understand that Oscar's Oscar's tweet was iconic, but did you see the replies? Yes, I no. did. And I saw the one from not. Quadrant as well. Oh my God, what the Did you see the, the, Lando, the, the Lando reply and then Oscar's subsequent reply to that? No, I did not. So, let me see if I can find Oscar, it. Oscar, Oscar, po- I've got it, I've got it. Um, Oscar Post saying, just been from run, have I missed anything? LM4, which is one of Lando's affiliated many Instagram accounts, it's replied saying, I understand that without my agreement, Oscar Piastri has put out a press release late this morning that I am running for him next year. This is wrong and I have not signed a contract with Oscar Piastri's running club for 2025. I will not be running for Oscar next year. To which Oscar replied going, is the running contract recognition board aware of this? I love that. They're they're trolling. They're all trolling. The the Red Bull account similarly... Posted oh, a video from oh, when they did the hovercrafts in in Las Vegas they're desert. Switching drivers. They, they're going, they're switching drivers. No, they're not switching drivers. They are switching drivers. The, <laughs> was, the, the responses were very, very good. The Mercedes admin on Friday trolling themselves, practicing their Italian. Yeah. Excellent. Just all round. Oh some my god. Excellent. Wonderful social media Max responses. One of my personal favorites was um, Roscoe learning Italian. Um, I missed that one with the S on the end of everything. Just brilliant, ten out of ten. So yes, we've had some quality social media moments coming out of this, and I am really here for it. Really happy for it. So I was, I was here for the memes. Yeah. I did put in our group chat. I'm ready for the clown car and the clown music to happen in 2025. So I'm going to drive the car for us. If anyone's willing to get picked up, I got us. Let me get my afro real quick, okay? (laughs) Let me get my clown. I got the the clown makeup, we're going. (laughs) So, yeah, there's been a lot going on. It's been a a crazy time, and we have done well to survive it all. 
But what we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode in the short time that we have left is something that's actually expected and current. So today is Monday and today has we've already had the Williams livery reveal. And we, over the next few weeks, we are having more and more of the livery reveals. McLaren's obviously jumped the gun and they did theirs last week. Haas did theirs. We're not going to get into the detail of all of them now because we'll do a roundup of all of them once they are all done. But what we wanted to do at the start was we wanted to talk about some of the most iconic launches that F1 has ever done. So we're going to kind of go through these from most recent to furthest back. And you'll see kind of the progression of silliness, shall we say. As things actually get further out. So we're going to start, I think, in 2021. Is that right, Hannah? That's yeah, it's not, really, it's not really weird. It's just kind of interesting choices. So, okay. yeah, we're going to kind of go through. I think we've got about 10 of them uh, to go through in terms of our iconic livery launches. But, you know, that was what we were planning for today. And in the midst of all the craziness, we thought it might be just something a little bit fun. So, Hannah, 2021, who did what? So... Aston Martin launched Neat. their AMR 21 with a James Bond actress leading the whole show. They went full James Bond. Like, wow. He committed I to the bit of being British. This was, this is, this is in the time period where I was not really as committed as I have been to F1. There was a, for those that don't remember, there was a gap in the time that I followed F1. Okay. Like, it, there's a before and after, and it's called University. And I was, um, still very deep in university at this point so i'd never watched it live but apparently they just had her lead the whole thing like not associated with the f1 world at all her name is Gemma Ariton. Arti- i don't know how to it's 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 an interesting inter- interesting spelling and i'm not quite i don't want to butcher it so i apologize but she led the whole thing I'm not aware that there were any other James Bond actors there, or if they, like, parachuted out of a helicopter. Who knows? Oh, Gemma like, uh, Yeah, her. Yeah. I'm a Brit. I can say Brit names, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the British. So, she hosted the whole thing. That well was 2021. Okay. Not, not, not horribly not so weird, crazy. But... As we say, it's progressing craziness. So, what comes, yeah. what comes next before 2021, then? Let's see. I want to say 2011. Is the next kind of interesting one? That was the first one I had, or like the most recent one that I had was the McLaren in twenty twenty. Do you want to talk about it? Because I love this one. I think this is. I love this one. So, come on, set the scene. McLaren in twenty twenty eleven. Your two drivers are Lewis Hamilton, who has won with McLaren in two thousand and eight. And Jensen Button, who won with Braun in two thousand nine. So you've got two world champions here, and they do mm-hmm. this 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 car reveal. But the problem is when they first. reveal the car. I'm, I'm going in order. When they reveal the car, they've got chassis, but but half the car is missing. So they didn't have wheels. They didn't have uh, a front wing. They didn't have side pots. Like they're like, what is going on here? This is not a car reveal because the car isn't here. And what happened was they had audience members who'd won a competition to be part of this launch bring out bits and basically it was like a full-size airfix model where they had to like slot them back in fix it together at the time and basically build the car there and then so they did this Jensen and Lewis I think were quite amused by it quite entertained by it but yeah in 2011 McLaren launched half a car and then brought the rest of the car with them to start in the middle of Berlin and the rumor is that was planned 
but you never know with these guys it could just be that they didn't have they ran out of time to finish making it and they were like oh let's let's make this look cool you never know Okay. Yeah, and they, so yes, that was McLaren in 2011. They did in the I middle guess. of a square in Berlin. So, yeah. Okay. Normal stuff. Why not? Not normal. Mm-hmm. Why not? Some of the locations of some of these launches are questionable choices. Interesting. Okay, and what was before McLaren 2011 then? Because we go through a period in the 2000s where I feel like everybody tries to be a bit weird and wild and wacky. With so I have a couple. I have a couple that happened in the same year. Mm-hmm. That would be the next two would be 2007. Yep. Is one of them Honda? <laughs> uh-huh. And the other one's oh, McLaren. God. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. You take McLaren, I'll take Honda. Okay. McLaren did something that's kind of normal now, but for the time, it really, it was seen as kind of a bold move. They shut down streets in Valencia, Spain, and they did mm-hmm. a, a run essentially, mm-hmm. to reveal the car. Mm-hmm. Like, they ran the car during launch, which now you don't see unless you're Ferrari and they're yeah. talking to each other, which we really should have talked about as a 2023 yeah. launch, because I loved that, but it's fine. Like, people, like, you can look that up on YouTube and see them, you know, see Charles and Carlos kind of screaming at each other through their comm system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you so choose. But yeah, so they basically shut down Valencia, Spain, essentially. And um, they launched them on the street by racing okay. them down the sp- around, around the street. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you want to talk about the Earth car? Yeah. Hunter, on the other hand, launched a car that was basically an Earth car. So it had basically a map of the Earth, like your blues and greens, very 3D looking car mm-hmm. as an effort to identify that F1 wanted to work towards more sustainability. Um, Jensen was driving for them at the time and he was like, yeah, it's it cool, I guess. Very classic Jensen. And yeah, they had this Earth car and it wasn't an especially iconic launch, but obviously when it was a reveal, it was one of those ones where people were like, am I say where? It was not an expected launch. Like, you know, we've seen most of the launches we've seen thus far this year, we're like, oh, look, it's the same car with a little bit more carbon plating on because they want to save weight because of paint. They're not that dramatic whereas this was very very eye-catching very rogue so yeah Pond had an earth car in 2007 okay mm-hmm. next, next one i have is 2005 i i've got 2004 so you go 2005 is jordan it, jordan, launches, it is jordan yeah. jordan launches <laughs> their car in red in the red square in moscow after being purchased by russian businessman alex schneider okay with the that. reason I include that one is because it's just an odd choice because you're purchased by someone to head to Moscow. I get it. It's a cool, very iconic, very historic place. However, it was interesting. Like they kind of just stood there yeah. with a giant yellow car in yellow jumpsuits in the middle of a red square. Um, okay. And yellow is great. We love yellow. Yellow is very welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm here for yeah. yellow, but. <laughs> Yeah. You want to talk oh, about 2004? Well, I've got a couple in 2004. Well, I've got, I, only have I know of a couple in 2004. One of them is, jo- is Jordan 2004 or is it Salber in 2004? Salber 2004 is Yeah, so Salber 2004 is the one I've got. Yeah, the Sugar Babes. So basically, we had the Sugar Babes turn up for Salber in 2004. The two drivers were Giancarlo Fisichella and Felipe Massa. We'll get into some other musical performances, but. 
Sauber clearly thought it was a great idea. So they had the car on the stage, missing all four wheels. The mechanics come on, they complete it. And then, oh, wait, the mechanics aren't actually mechanics. They're the sugar babes. Um, and then they did a performance. Yeah. And there you go. They managed to attach oh. the wheels. You know, potentially there's room there for them to be mechanics in the future. It's lovely. Uh, but yeah, we had the Sugar Babes help launch the Sauber car in 2004, which I'm not going to lie to you. I wouldn't be sad to see that happen again this year. I think Valtteri and Joe would absolutely start it out. So just a short stake kick F1 team Sauber. Okay. There's one moment I'm waiting for to you guys to bring up, and I feel like it's close. Yep. Okay. No, it's not close yet. Okay. After 2002. 2004, 2002 is Jordan? what I have. Jordan, one of my favorites that oh, I still so have good. no idea what this actually entailed because I cannot find a video. A good video. Okay, I found a video. I'll find you a video. I definitely saw a video. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. Oh, they So, for, for context, Jordan had just acquired mm-hmm. DHL as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So, they wanted to do this. They wanted to promote this new sponsorship in the biggest way they could. Oh, no. The way they decided to promote the, e- the EJ12. Oh, no. It's fantastic. It's gorgeous. I love this. This is ballsy. I love it. They launched it from the cargo door of an A300 jet. So they, like, mm-hmm. it's out the car. Out the plane. That's what I'm not clear on, because I cannot find a good What's quality that? video. Okay, they they launched it out, they, like, threw it out the, the plane. No. Oh, so basically, okay. what happened was this huge plane does a low fly pass over the event, Circles back round, touches down. Once it lands, the side doors open to unveil the cargo to the world, the oh. Jordan EJ12. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so it's basically it like swoops round. Everyone's like, what is going on? Basically, yeah, they were, it was an event at Brussels Airport. And then the control tower announced, there's a special, special delivery for Mr. Jordan. Cue the plane. Okay. And then, yeah, it, it did land. They didn't throw it out. That would be. Okay. I was, I was about to say. Distressing. No, it just touches down, doors open, mm. voila, hit mm. the Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I thought that was a, partic- a particularly enjoyable one. I was a big fan of that. So Jordan seemed to really go quite all out on some of their launches. committed to the bit. I'm sad that we don't we see didn't. that so much anymore. And, you know, Red Bull, you're letting the team down because you're launching the ball room sometimes. Yeah. Well, what's the next one you have? The next one I have is 1999. Oh, see, I, I have the one. I have okay. 1999. <laughs> And the reason that I have 1999 is because it caused some a, a kerfuffle, as the article that I <laughs> that I read a cr- a said. Kerfuffle. It said a kerfuffle, and the reason it said a kerfuffle is because BAR, which is no longer a team, launched and unveiled two different liveries at the same time, and they then got into trouble, and then they ended up with a combined delivery for the two cars that year. Which is a really nice livery. I really like it. I'm not going to lie to you. They literally just half and halfed it right down the center. It was a white and a blue one. And they just mashed them together. Okay, cool. Alpine obviously launched two last year. The pink and the blue. And obviously the pink Mm -hmm. was for a few races. And then the blue was for the most of the rest of the season. The difference was they were going to run it on the two. They were going to run two separate liveries on both cars at the same time. Right. Okay. I can understand Now the one that you want to talk about. And the one that I want to talk about. And everybody wants to talk about. The thing that we have all been waiting for the iconic, iconic of delivery launches ever ever money what do you know about this all i i don't know the team i know nothing except that spice girls 
That's all I know. That's the Okay, if you had to guess, have. what team do you think it was? Based off the history we wrote just now, Jordan. But I can be very wrong about that. Well, interestingly, exactly. Jordan becomes no, Jordan becomes Red Bull. So that would have been, in a way, quite cool because, for those who don't know, former Spice Girl, Ginger Spice, Jerry Halliwell, is now Jerry Horner, the wife of Red Bull team principal, Christian Horner. However, no, it wasn't Jordan. It was none other than our very own favourite Ginger team, McLaren. Oh, yes, yeah, there's so, more. So in this one, there's more. There's oh, more. No. So the oh, Spice Girls come. They, there's actually quite a few... T- like artists that perform but you've got to remember this is 1997 and this was the first of its kind so there's quite a few artists perform sugar babes are sorry sugar babes, spice girls are like the headline performer and then afterwards they go and do a Q&A with the drivers Wait, so the spice what? girls are doing the Q&A with the drivers and the drivers at that point are david coulthard and mikak <laughs> and they're being interviewed by the spice girls name me something better i wait Okay, I mean, sure. Meanwhile, while they're performing, the the car that has just been unveiled is spinning on a tilted platform. Okay, it's just behind them, just kind of spinning, just like really slowly, like, like, like on a tilted and, and the car is just like, uh, mm-hmm. uh. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And was this I when mean, the seed was sown that Jerry Horner could have a future in F one? Who knows? We may never. Was know. David there? Was David Beckham there? Because I'm pretty like was. Was that pre Bex and Victoria? Like, no, it was yeah. not. It was they Ooh. were together at that point, I think. Well, there you go. Now David Beckham comes to Formula One races. Small world. Damn. When you're rich, I so did. yeah. Wow. Mon, of all the ones you've heard, give us like a favorite couple. Well, obviously the Spice Girls, number one. Obviously the Spice Girls. Uh, obviously. Knowledge. Um, I was surprised. You know, was okay. When was Ferrari? Good old interpretive dance appeared in Driver Survive. Was that a car launch or was it just like a hundred anniversary celebration? So no, it was not. It was neither. It was the thousandth <gasps> thousandth running of their GP. Uh, GP running. Oh okay. 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 It was so that's my thing. bad. It was a special thing. It was probably more of a car launch than their actual car launch that year, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> okay. 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 Because if that was like, a car launch, that would have been number two. But since it's neither, um I'm gonna go with the sugar base. Did you yeah, watch it? Two. Oh, girl! I yes, I did. It, it was okay, good. You it did was your homework. It made it onto Drive to Survive, which is how I knew it was a thing. And then I proceeded to go find it on YouTube. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Now, Mon, well, off the back of these, we didn't come earlier to your question of the week. Do you no, have any questions off the back of those launches? We've got a few minutes left, but well, we haven't got a few minutes left. But I'll give you a few minutes anyway. But yeah. do you have any thoughts? Any questions? Just which one is your guys' favorite car launch that you've experienced as fans? Like, I only got one year of this. I, and they were interestingly, year, so. I have a different opinion if you were to ask me what my favorite car launch ever is and what car launches I like to watch now. Because the car launches I like to watch these days are the ones where they, like, get to the point and they actually show the car. Like, I'm not massively... I, like, I would like to see the car. I'd like to hear from the drivers. And that's kind of it. Like, I'm not interested in two-hour presentations of everything they're doing in the world and all the things the company is up to. Quite frankly, I'm here to see what the car looks like. Equally, Mm -hmm. I love the Jordan one with the plane. I think that's fantastic. And stuff like that, that's really fun. But I don't think Mm -hmm. F1 teams are going to be operating and doing those kind of things these days because I don't think they really put the energy there right now. Before, I think part of it was a way to attract sponsors and going big was like, we're cool, we know what we're doing. 
I think that was mm-hmm. fun. I do also really like the McLaren 2011 one because I like the idea of people getting involved and putting stuff back together. But yeah. there's no way they'd let them do that anymore. Absolutely not. No. I would say probably if you're going to ask me about like favorite ones, I, it's probably between the 2011 McLaren one and the um the 2023 Ferrari. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because that's there's been a running joke all over the internet of what if we gave drivers the ability to talk to each other while they're proximity, in the car. Yeah, proximity. That's that. the only time we're going to get that, and it's hilarious, but mm. also I understand why we don't get it, because it's probably not a good idea. Just, Very you know, exactly. for a lot of reasons. But yeah. when they are in a low-impact environment, when they're in a low-stress environment, and they're just having fun, like, that's what we get. So it's nice. Yeah. Carlos refusing, or, or Charles refusing to get out of the car and being like can I have another lap mate and Carlos is like uh no no you may not <laughs> like that that's fun to me that's it's light it's yeah. fun of course I really wish that the thousandth GP celebration was a car launch because that is the energy we need to bring to modern day car launches of just absolutely mm-hmm. wild times Weird, but, wild, wonderful. yeah um yeah. none of it makes sense yeah no no absolutely not. okay no, and, and they're fun. They're fun to look at. So keep your eyes peeled over the next few weeks. Please let us know what your favourite launches are. I'm really excited to see. We've got quite a lot this week. And even by the time this comes out, we'll have had quite a few. And then, you know, by the end of next week, we'll kind of have them all pre-testing. So, yeah, I'm really excited. As we've already said, we've got our F2 101 episode, which may have already come out or may be coming out very soon which I'm excited for you to hear. But before we go, is there any other things that you want to say? Any other motivational hashtag blessing kind of comments that you've got to share with the group? Read us five stars. That's all I got. Excellent. Love it. Important stuff. And Mm -hmm. until next week, when we are, as always, unsure as to what dramatic news may come out in the subsequent days before we next record and next week's episode, stay safe, keep dreaming, and nothing's impossible. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.